Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, on a special Iron Circle episode, joined by our special guest, Jonathan Farkas. How are you, sir? Excellent today. Thanks for having me, Tim. Awesome. And as always, joined by Mr. Randy Yankson. What's up, guy? Good day. Good, Good day. day. You're way down there today. <laughs> I know. It's so far He's away. so far on the other so end. So far away. <laughs> so far. Hey, if you haven't uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel, go do that. That's on uh, YouTube, Built to Grow Podcast. We have about... 17 subscribers would be you could be number 18 so <laughs> yeah. that'd be amazing <laughs> but you can nice see what john point. looks like get his pretty face on here that's right there i you think go. you up the average of the looks <laughs> i'm the, trying yeah i'm trying <laughs> it ain't easy it ain't easy all right so you know john's in town we're having our iron circle meeting uh boardroom style tomorrow we have a uh, you know we're basically going over all marketing strategies for the next 12 months Got a cool marketing tool that we put together. Kind of shared that with John and Randy. Oh, yeah. And we Evan. shared it on the show. We discussed it. Uh, yeah, we, sh- yeah. we actually did. We talked about it. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. But we might as well get John on this episode and have a little chat. So, John, today, what are we talking about, brother? I was thinking we should talk about turning conversations into cash. Cash. Like well, it. gym owners like that. So Cash is good. So, correct. And... And, and we do speak about communication quite a bit, communicating with your customer, especially when you're doing a change or something like that. But uh, what you're really talking about has how to leverage conversations into actual new revenue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Good. All right. Let's rock and roll. You know, so when we were talking about this offline, I said, you know, there's really five different areas and talking to a lot of gym owners. I feel like there's five particular areas that people are really not necessarily dropping the ball, but just not really getting the most juice out of the squeeze. They're they're just falling short. And it's like, yeah, what you're doing's okay, but there's ways to do this a lot better, okay. which again would end up uh, generating more cash, which is what it's all about. And when you say that, you know, do that a lot better, what, what do you mean? Just conversations in general. And really there's five different examples that uh, I have that I was going to touch on today. So uh, the first one is asking for referrals. Everyone talks about, yeah, you know, I ask for referrals. You know, we ask for referrals as a gym, but how do you go about it? And so like, for instance, here at Pulse, I don't know, like, do you guys, I know you have a referral system. I know as part of your Mm -hmm. like rewards. Yeah. um, But then, you know, when you're asking, you know, when you're having your team ask your clients or having your manager, Zach, ask your clients, it usually boils down to, you know, just something like, Hey, who do you know that'd be interested? Yeah. I'm with you. And, and again, that's not nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? A lot of people, you know, they don't ask at all or they don't, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't want to bother anyone. I want to be salesy. Yeah. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to bother anyone. I get it. That's 10 years ago, I, w- I was in the same boat, kind of felt the same way. Uh, but again, if people ask, um, they're typically asking just, you know, hey, do you know anyone? And and that's that's fine. That's a great first step. But if you really want to improve the effectiveness of your referrals, and we've seen our referrals skyrocket since doing this, is we want to give situational examples okay. to paint a picture for our clients. So what that looks like is saying, you know, hey, Sally, you know, next time you're out with the girlfriends and someone complains about a lack of energy, 
I want you to turn to them and say, you need to reach out to John Farkas of Blue Ocean Fitness. He's got some resources that could really help you. Okay. So do you, okay. No, I like that. You would love for that to happen organically. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, okay. So we would want that to happen organically. Your Mm -hmm. clients love you so much. They know what you do. They know what problems you solve. They're going to be in that situation sooner or later. You would hope that just happens organically. If it doesn't, how, how would you, you know, gracefully tell this client how to do that? So how we kind of uh, bring that up within the gym, we do a lot of it with our Facebook videos inside of our private Facebook group. Sweet. Just like mentioning, hey, just so you know, if you know anyone that blank, you know, has this issue that mentions to you next time, you know, you're out with your girlfriends and they mention like they need to lose weight or they need to get in shape for a vacation or, you know, we want to give very specific examples. We want to really paint that picture and plant that seed so that we're hoping that it, it triggers the next time, you know, so-and-so is out with their girlfriends or, you know, Got talking it. to their husband or whatever it is. It. We just want to plant those seeds so that that one specific example, when that comes up, second um, it's second nature. Sure. And if you think about it, it's kind of like, you know, with weight loss, we're just, we'll often say like, oh, well, just eat more, move or uh, eat less, move more. You know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's great. And that's true. But like, that's just so vague. It's hard to know where to start. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea with referrals. If we're just saying, oh, well, you know, who do you know that'd be interested or who do you know that we could help? Like, that's just so generic. It's that, too passive. Too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Client, the clients don't even know where to begin. So it's a, it's a lot more effective if you can give them such something that's very specific or very situational. Again, it's all about planting that seed. Uh, another example would be like, you know, the next time you're talking to someone and they're talking about how they want to work out, but their backs really been bothering them. You know, tell them, hey, you know what? You really need to work with Blue Ocean Fitness. Let me introduce you to the owner, John. Yep. He'll get you taken care of. Solid. So take take us through a video that you might do. Are you talking about something else? And then you remind them at the end, hey, guys, if this ever, you know, comes up in a conversation, please, you know, think of us. Sure. So it, you don't just do the video for the referral play. Correct. Yeah. It's it. part of the video and it's something that we'll, 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 we'll change it out. We'll put it at the beginning of the video, the end of the video. A good example would be, let's just say, you know, we're, we work with an older demographic. So we have a lot of clients that they're talking about more and more like, Hey, I want to really improve my balance or like, man, I'm feeling like my balance isn't really good. Mm-hmm. So we'll post a video in our Facebook group and it's, it's very just, it's a Facebook live, like, Hey, here's three exercises to improve your balance. Uh, we demonstrate the three videos and then it's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, if next time you're out with your friends or family or anyone mentions that they, you know, this is a challenge for them or they need help with their balance, tell them to get a hold of us. We'd love to help them out with this. Smart. Very smart. And so that, so again, that really applies, uh, to anything, weight loss, uh, dealing with like injuries, aches and pains, balance, yeah. getting stronger. So you educate first mm-hmm. and then, uh, then you drop it at the end. That's, that's genius. Yeah. I like and, it. And it's just, it's taken all your normal content that you would talk about, whether it's again, whether it's like something nutrition related, mobility related, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And then you're just throwing that in and saying like, Hey, if you know someone or the next time someone mentions this, when you're out in a public setting, you know, mention that we can help them. And again, it's all about giving them those specific examples because, and what we found is we're having much better results since we've been doing that because clients are like, Oh yeah, I was out to dinner with so-and-so and and they mentioned this exact thing. Perfect. 
Yeah, and with that, it, it also it's like subtle coaching, you know, in a way, like you're mm-hmm. guiding them to something that they're na- they're doing already. It's just this way. There's a, a better tie. Yeah, to, you know, and then they like this, and it's already got me thinking of like different ways that just how you change the communication in a certain situation changes the entire it, it's great, outcome but of the, it. The, the caveat is that you have to be doing these educational videos. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. There you which, go. Sure. I mean, which, that's that's assumed, but. You know, let's be honest, it's probably not happening 100% Absolutely. of the time. Absolutely. But if it, you know, if someone's on the fence, like, oh, I don't have time to do videos because like I need to focus on getting new clients. Well, here you can now kill two birds with one stone. Boom. But the, the whole idea is that you want to make it crystal clear on what they should do. Tell them what to do. Tell your clients how to help you grow your business. Love it. And I love this topic in general because it's very tactical. That's what, you know, the, the listeners are always ask. Hey, I need, you know, some tactical stuff. And that's how I am too. I like to mm-hmm. know like exactly how to do something or whatever. Yeah. Um, this is a great, great way to do it. Cool. All right. What's, what's next? Uh, the second one would be when you're using your, or you're, when you're trying to reactivate old clients. Okay. Um, just, you know, we're recording this here, uh, October, mid October and, uh, looking at our numbers last week for the first, uh, nine months of the year, we've reactivated, I think it was 47 clients. Heck yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about this year alone, reactivating 47 clients at an average price point, just below 300 bucks, like you can do the math. That's, that's, it was my, I was, I was shocked. I had no idea it was that high. Let me ask you this. How do you, how use my body? Right. They are using that report. No, we're, they have, they have that analytics. They that do. Says, uh, somebody that fell off and came back and mm-hmm. you account. Yeah. So, using that. so we, we take it, you know, we, we definitely have a, a personal approach to this and, and I, I think it's the ROI is very good. When you look at, again, when you do the math, it's like, wow, we've gotten a lot of people back from this. So our process here. And again, I know a lot of people are reaching out to former clients and, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think taking it a step further, again, it's all about doing something you're already doing and just getting more out of it. And so what we do is we keep a Google sheet. It's just a simple Google sheet maps out. When was the last time I reached out to someone? What did I say? What did they say? And it just, it's again, it's like one sentence. Like I asked them, you know, how their kids were doing or whatever it may be. And this is um, past cancels. This is, yes, this is past clients. No, your past client list is going to, you know, build over the years. We keep about 150 to 200 past clients on there. These are not the high maintenance. These are the clients that say, man, I really want, want them, them back. back. Yeah. Sure. You know, those and are the clients. They didn't move. They didn't. Correct. Yeah, they didn't the, die because that's yeah, happens. To that, that's happened to have us. You had any, you, we yes. have, we've had probably three or four now. Yeah. That um, we had I a mean, whole it, episode on this. It's crazy. It's yeah. The longer your business is going to happen. It does. Wild. Okay. So with, so with your reactivations, you know, the first thing is you want to make it personal. And again, this is not something you're blasting out to thousands of people. I would not suggest taking the time to one by one email people, uh, email a thousand people. This is something where I'm talking, like we have a system down to where we're, we're emailing 15 to 20 people a week. Takes me about an hour. I do it all myself. Uh, just because I feel like the ROI on that is, is so good, but every message is personalized. That's the first one. First piece to it. Second uh, piece is I'm, I'm really trying to work on gaining reciprocity. So what that means is if I'm giving people some, just give, 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 mm-hmm. give, eventually they're going to either be guilted into, you know, coming <laughs> they back. Feel obligated. Or, yeah. yeah obligated, or they feel yeah. obligated, like, man, this guy. So what we'll, you know, we'll do if we create a lead magnet that we're going to advertise online. Instead of doing that, I'll send people an email and I'm just like, hey, you know what? I just came up with this recipe, this holiday recipe guide. Would you mm-hmm. like me to send it to you? 
And it's, okay. and it's just constant give, give, give. And you get a response. You, you know, we get quite a few responses in that. If a client mentions like, oh my, I hurt my back last week. I fell down the stairs. I'll note that in my Google sheet. So then when I follow up with them somewhere between four and 12 weeks, and I'm like, hey, how's your back feeling? You know, the, think about how often does, does uh, a business do that? That, that just doesn't happen. No. So they're like, man, how did this guy remember yeah. that my back hurt? Well, it's all, it's all in a Google sheet. Well, you know, you can leverage keep for this. You, yeah, you can do that as well. Notes mm-hmm. the CRM side. Of right. It. Mm-hmm. We can do that as well. Um, you, you know, and there, we do use keep for part of it. This is just, this is just in one a off. Google sheet, one just kind of a one-off thing. Um, we're, and again, we're emailing people one by one, 15, 20 people a week. But from a communication standpoint, it's all about one, we're making it personal Two, we're really working on reciprocity and we just by give, 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 um, they're going to eventually, mm-hmm. you know, our hope is we're going to eventually get them back into the gym. And then, uh, the last piece to that is, and this is, uh, if you're familiar with, uh, Robert Caldini, author of, uh, persuasion and influence, two books that he wrote, you guys, brilliant, okay. um, brilliant mind. Anyway, if you look at a lot of his work, he talks about, uh, people making changes and it's interesting people are more likely, if you think about like the beginning of the week, the beginning of the month, beginning of the year, those are times that people are thinking about change. So timing also comes into play. It's interesting. I've looked at this and we do have a lot more success the first week of the month. So we really try to load this up the first week of the month and then the last week of the month, because that's, it's a weird thing. But if you try it over time, you'll notice like the beginning and end of the month are when people are thinking about change. Cause it's like, Oh, it's a new month. It's the, it's a, you know, chance to start fresh. Do you mention that in the email? No, but it's just, it's weird. Just the timing. It works out. We tend to get a better response at the beginning and end of the month. I can see that. I mean, like the diet starts Monday mentality. It's, that's you know exactly what, I mean? what it is. Yeah. Diet starts Monday diet. Oh, next month. Yeah. And so you're just kind of without (laughs) me, right? Yeah. January 1st. It's it's only February. So I would assume you're going to go hard in the paint for January. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll We'll go, we'll go go gangbusters in January. Yeah. Hard in the paint, baby. All right, cool. I like it. So a little reactivation, a little Mm -hmm. one-off email, make it personal. Absolutely. Reciprocity play. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right, cool. I like it. Two good ones. Couple yeah. nuggets, oh, yeah. dropping nuggets. Trying, trying. Hold on, hold on. I just picked it up. You dropped it. I, I got, got it. I got get it. that. You got that. <laughs> there we go. All right. What else? So uh, three is looking at offers and just in in our messaging around our offers. And this is something. I mean, we've all heard it. It's the idea of like features versus benefits. Mm-hmm. We've all heard this probably a thousand times, and yet I still see so many. Uh, gems on their ads and on their pages and their uh, on their like Facebook or social media pages. And it's just like, Oh, well we have this or we have that. Or, you know, they'll talk about their service and, you know, they're talking about their certifications and all. And it's, it's like, man, you know, all your messaging needs to be, you know, built around like what's, what's in it for me from the client's perspective. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't, get it like because again i know this is not anything new that i'm this is there's nothing new here um right but you you actively seek out that information to to understand and educate yourself they just have it they just haven't done it yeah that could be it or i think that's probably part of it i think there's also probably something that it's like will you you know being a a meathead you know like you know what you know and yeah. so like this is what you're comfortable talking about and, and the meat, I, meathead is not a bad word. no it's oh, not yeah. no not at all I being just that. like someone that's raised in the gym yeah. you know that mm-hmm. that's you're you too know. close to the problem 
Yeah. And so it, it's, you know, it's thinking like when you're talking to a client or when you're writing out, like, what should I say in this email or in this video or in this sales letter, you know, when you're mentioning like, oh, well, we do semi-private training, for instance, you know, add to that so that you yeah. can benefit from a personalized program or what, you know, again, uh, we really want to personalize that message and, you know, and how it benefits the client. And I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of times in the fitness world, we just really tr- drop the ball there. Yeah. You need to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's funny, uh, you know, the, the certification world in the trainer space that that yeah. that's always the first way a, a trainer brain moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can Absolutely. get this RKC kettlebell certification or the FMS certification, or, I mean, you've seen the battle rope certification. Mm-hmm. There's a certification for everything. And that's the default for trainers. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, granted, maybe it'll make you better at your craft, but at the end of the day, that's not what the client out there is looking for. Mm-hmm. And then and a lot of the trainers equate it almost a one-to-one to increased revenue. Right. That's I have a great story. There was a, a trainer. I think I've told this story once uh, and I'll throw his name out. His name is David. Okay. David was a coach uh, in our first location and David was uh, all about education. He was trainer brain, you know, really into the science you know, he was in love with uh, Brett uh, Contreras. Contreras and all of his studies and everything else. The glute guy. The, the glute, glute guy. guy, yeah. He was he was in love with that guy, you know, and, you know, read the studies. He he was trying to get me to buy one of those, e, you know, art EKG machines that, that test the uh, muscle stimulation yeah. and, and particular movements, like this type of guy. Do you, he, yeah, he wanted to do, like, the studies on the movement. So, so do you, like, hook that right up to the butt? Or yeah, how, how does right that, exactly that how, what he does. Interesting. Exactly what he well, does. Well, that's what Brett does. But okay. the, the point is, he went out and got his master's degree. And he immediately came and asked for a raise, like, the day he got his degree. Mm-hmm. He wanted a raise. And, and, and he's like, well, I have a master's degree, so people are going to want to come here because I have a master's degree. It's like, no, it doesn't make any sense. That is not a one-to-one. Congrats, you you got a master's degree. It's awesome. You always have it, but that doesn't equate to new revenue. It does not at all. And so I just think it's funny that that's the way people lean in that world. Mm-hmm. Business owners are the opposite. Like that's where we, we butted heads like immediate right there. It made no logical sense to me. Yeah. But to him, it was like, dude, this is a home run. We're going to make get, so much I, more money. I get that. And that's so tough, especially... You know, and, and my parents weren't this way, but so many parents, I mean, it's, you know, it's so many, yeah, yeah, just the way, you know, we were raised and it's like education, 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 and, and, well, you know, more education is better and you make more money and this and that. And, um, I, it's definitely not right. However, what he's saying, it's like, I get how a lot of people would think that. Yeah. Yeah. I learned more in my first year out of college than mm-hmm. I did in four years combined times 10, like on in the field. Oh yeah. Right? Not even close. Yeah. It's funny, right? They, they, there's no, it doesn't prepare you for the real mm-hmm. world. Um, you know, we got a, we have another uh, coach we just hired. He just started this week, actually. He's, you know, going ASU exercise science and all this stuff. I go like, dude, they don't teach you the stuff you're going to learn here. He goes, mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I already know that, you know, like, so it's, it's kind of known, but it's funny it, that more certifications is not, where the money's made. Sure. It's unless you're a certification company. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche. Touche. All right. What else? What else we got to? Uh number four. Oh, we're already number four. We're, we're already number four. We're blowing through these. It's good. Is good. Well, that's what that's people good. want. They want yeah. let's get it done. Quick information. That's right. Let's do it. Get in. All right. <laughs> right number four. Number four. Email. So yes. email communication. Oh, I could talk about email for days, but I'll I'll spare you. Um so 
with your communication around email, one of the things, if you wanted like, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do I, you know, what do I say or how do I word this? Uh, again, when we're talking about emails specifically to try to get people to take action, whether that be on a Black Friday special, on a reactivation, on whatever, uh, you know, referral, anything, just trying to lead nurture. Um, what we want to do is if you want something simple to remember, it's just pain, gain, remove the blame. Sweet. That is three. Pain, gain, remove the blame. All so, right. Okay. Let's break those down. Let's break them down. So number one, pain. So again, if you're sending it, you think, I think of like an autoresponder sequence, series of emails, email one, two, three, whatever. One of those emails would be, you know, pain. Talk about the pain of not changing. Um, the pain of no, the pain of inaction. Mm-hmm. So a good example like this, and I, I talk a lot about it at, uh, my gym is, uh, my dad's health has been awful for about the last, I don't know, eight years, just terrible in and out of the hospital. He's had more strokes than I can count. He's oh, on like 20 something prescriptions. And so I'll use him in my stories and just, and he is, he's a, he's a guy that was like, Oh, I'll start working out Tomorrow, this time. Monday. I'll start working out when I retire. I'll start working out, you know, once it's not so cold out and then once it cools down, cause it's too mm-hmm. hot. And like, you know, there's always something. And so I'll use him in a lot for me. That's an easy thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all, so we, we all know those situations where it's like, Hey, here's this person that didn't do anything. And here's what happened. Nice. And so you're not attacking someone personally. It's not like I'm saying, Randy, if, if you don't do anything, like you're going to die. I'm not saying that, yeah. but I will tell you a story about my dad and the, you know, terrible quality of life he has because he hasn't done anything and I'll let you connect the dots. Yeah. You decide if that's you can you connect those yeah. dots like, Oh yeah. crap, I don't want that to happen to me. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winningjim.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And, and we get, we, you know, that's, that's tough. Some people are like, man, that's just the kick in the rear end mm. they need to be like, wow, I don't want that. I don't want my kids to have to go through what you went through, or I want to see my grandkids, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's tough. But again, you focus on the pain of taking, uh, of inaction okay. and what can happen if you don't make a decision. So that's one. The next one, which is, I think, what most of us are more comfortable with is, is, and what we're used to seeing is the gain. Well, what, what do you stand to gain? You know, Sally lost 20 pounds. So-and-so's bench press went up. You know, there's just, what are the, what are the benefits? What are the results? What are the outcomes? You know, mm-hmm. they lost weight, gained strength. Um, you know, that's, that's, um, the, the gain, you know, one. what do you stand again? Sure. That's yeah, Test that's, that's right. what we're used to. Yeah. And some people are going to relate to that. So some people where if you talk about the pain again, it's like, eh, that's not going to really trigger them to take action. Um, whereas others, you know, it will and vice versa, you know, with the gain. And then the third one, and I think this is, 
I think this is super important within fitness because how many of, how many of your clients have came in and have told you about the last 42 times they've tried working out and it didn't, I I mean, it's, you know, it's like, Oh, I used to do this. I used to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't know that we have any clients that haven't been a member of probably like three or four gyms. Like it just, you know, or or tried three or four, you know, diet plans or whatever. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's kind of sad, but we, we want to remove the blame, meaning like, look, I get it. You failed before, but it's not your fault. This is where you could also pull in. If we want to mention your boy, Todd Brown here, this is where we could also pull in like the unique mechanism and all that fun stuff. It's like, you know, it's not your fault because you didn't have the muscle confusion principle or you didn't, you know, you didn't have the, the pulse, you know, tri-pillar. Yeah. You didn't have the orange zone. You didn't have the pulse tri-pillar blueprint. Yes. Whatever. Success blueprint. Success blueprint. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Right. right? Anything. So, yeah. So the, you know, there's three different. So all three of those are different communications. Absolutely. Not in the same one. Correct. They're all three different messages. And truthfully, you could just repeat those three. You could use those three in a, in a sales letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You could, you Absolutely. could do that in a sales letter, yeah. but if you're, if you're thinking like email, um, you could just repeat one email. It's about pain. The next one, it's a gain. The next one, it's remove the blame. Next one, it's pain. And you yeah. could, I mean, you could really just go from one to the next to the yeah, next. Pe- people run from pain. They move towards pleasure. And, I mean, and again, it's because some, some messages are going, going to, um, resonate more with certain people. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I like that. The one thing I, I like about that too, in, in the topic, right? Communication, was it with communication towards cash or, or turning a uh, conversation turning into cash? Con- conversation to cash. Mm-hmm. So like that with the email sequences as well, because we do so much with automation, the, co- the communication is where the cash is. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the email follow-ups and things oh, like absolutely. that, the data, the feedback, right? Like the open rates, the response mm-hmm. rates, the, how many people clicked, how many people took action, right? That's where this topic, I love that because we get the evidence, you know, to support it. Do you, do you drop a call to action in all of these? Oh yeah. 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 And, th- and this would be something for you, uh, you automation nerds that like geek out on this nerds. stuff. You could, you know, you could create a sequence of, nine emails, three each. And over time, look and see like, man, when, you know, these pain emails are like Mm -hmm. killing it. Yeah. And the game, you know, or you, you know, you never know until you test it. But you could really see over time, like, man, when we send out an email about this pain, like, man, it get it gets people in the door. Sure. Sure. And you could mix and match the times, the days of the Mm -hmm. week. Uh, Yeah. Solid. The medium. Yeah, you can take it from from email to text sequences for sure. Like that nowadays, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the same idea the applies to sure. all of them. Um, but yeah, it all boils down to your commu- your communication and, and what you're saying and what emotions you're trying to trigger. So I'm glad we're talking about email. Yes, that's my kind of my jam. Yeah. I like it. Um, you do. Yeah, you do a lot. A lot. You like it a lot. Uh, so I would it's, uh, give give us an example of how often you're emailing your your oh, list. Man. Um, we, we go gangbusters on this. We email four times a week. There you go. And, and you're not getting people pissed off and no, see it's, it. And we, we kind of train that behavior from the beginning, meaning, look, this is what we do. Like you can unsubscribe. Like I don't take it personal at the same time though. I mean, you're not sending four offers. You no, know what it's I mean? Not. It's not like it's just, all, yeah. there's different themes. There's different stories. It's very content based, but here's the deal. 
if you want to go, um, you know, what, what you say, whatever marketing school you're from, you know, you can, you should, you know, deliver content versus making an offer. What you say is, you know, five to one, seven to one, whatever, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. If I'm emailing more frequently, I can make offers more frequently. Sure. And that's, that's it. You are, your, your growth and revenue is directly related to how many offers you make. Oh yeah. Period. Period. Absolutely. So don't be afraid to email y'all. So, uh, you know, John does four. I think we do at least that, right? And especially at Profit, we've got all different paths and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, it, don't be afraid to email. And if they unsubscribe, th- that used to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. You know, it does not hurt. I don't even look. I really don't even look anymore. Here, if you here's, unsubscribe. here's an offer uh, line for you. An offer a day keeps oh, poverty oh, at bay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I totally just made that is up. That the tattoo on your lower back? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> There yes, it go. is. <laughs> nice. Solid. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's knock out the last one. All right. Fifth one is kind of a change of pace, but it's again, it's all about, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to pivot, pivot here, um, but it's still, it's on the topic of pivot. conversations and uh, <laughs> it's, it's all on communicating with your staff around your customer experience. Oh, thank God. We're talking about this. Okay. Yes. Good. So this is such a big one. Um, I, I think it's, it's important for a number of reasons. One, if you ask any gym in America, it's like, well, you know, how's your service? Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. We're, we're, the ba- we're the best at what we do. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, if you read the book, um, man, what's that hundred day, uh, book, um, Col- Coleman, man, I'll think about it here in a minute. R- Ronnie Coleman? No, it's not my Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> Lightweight, um, baby? But it's all on like customer experience and onboarding clients over the first 100 days. Anyway, I can't remember the guy's name or the book title for that matter. But in it, he had a couple of uh, studies that talked about like the number of businesses that said they delivered when surveyed that said they delivered good service was like 94%. And then the customers, when the same businesses got surveyed, yes. you know, how many delivered like extraordinary service? It was like, 12 or something yeah, like, yeah, it was like there's, there's a, so there's there's a huge disconnect here and you i don't think anyone yeah there's there's a huge disconnect between you know hey we deliver great service and like what your customer would say is great service yeah oh absolutely the perception it's not even yeah there's a major disconnect there the the, the caveat to this whole thing is you have to ask you have to have a survey mm-hmm, and it, it mm-hmm. should be anonymous that's when you're yeah. going to get the most honest responses yeah but if you're not even surveying, you're probably in that 94% bucket. Sure, probably. Yep. Yeah, so how, how this kind of, um, what we created a f- several years ago was what we call our seven steps to an amazing customer experience. And how this kind of came about and um, why I think this is so important is because years ago, I I would, you know, I was still training a lot and then other, and then other trainers would step in and it was like, I could tell the session wasn't the same. And I could tell the clients just weren't as into it. Mm-hmm. And I knew this, but I'm like, I don't know why. Like I, I didn't, I didn't understand. Like why are, why do the clients like training with me more than so-and-so when the exercises are the exact same saying they're the Thank exact you. same. Sure. Like I don't get it. And it was extremely frustrating for you know probably a couple of years. And then finally I, I figured out that it was because the, it would really boil down to the experience. And so with this, with gym owners, I would say, you know, first thing is, do you, do you provide a good experience? And 
is it a consistent experience? This gets back to like Rick May always talking about the EMeth and you know this mm-hmm. whole like haircut consistent experience story in there. And so I think I've heard him tell that like twenty <laughs> times. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. He one. told um, it on this show. Oh, I'm sure twice. At least same episode. At least. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, do you provide a good customer experience? And not only that, like if you were to ask your staff, if I was to go out to your staff and say, hey, you know, Zach, you know, are you providing a good customer experience? And he, I'm sure he would say yes. You know, I, I would then say like, well, how do you know that? What does that look like? I feel like that's where most gyms and most trainers would kind of get stumped. They'd stumble and they'd be like, uh, I, I mean, I just, I know it's good. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how do you know? How do you define that? How do you measure that? And so again, this kind of resulted in us having our seven steps to an amazing customer experience. And it's really, it's three things that happen before the session, one thing during the session and three things after the session. And we preach that to our staff every single week. They, I know they don't like me talking about it because it's like, man, I've heard this before like Still, 30, 30 okay. times. Oh, you have to count <laughs> but Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. All the time. Yeah. And uh, and so we're, we're talking about it constantly, the seven steps. Jesus. Oh, man. This guy, you know, um, any word you say, he's going to laugh. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it together. Oh, my God. I'm trying right. to keep it PG-13. There you go. So you got to hammer it home. <laughs> Is that funny, too? <laughs> These guys. What's, what is what's this, that? Third, uh, grade? third grade? What's that? Uh, you seen that episode of The Office? Which one? Where, uh, oh, oh, God. Where uh, Jim's talking to Michael and he finally gets him to say that's what she said. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Where he's there's, like, there's a lot that's of really those. hard, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. He's like, yes. So we're going, baiting, we're going off the rails baiting, quick. Baiting Real so, quick. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Bring, bring it, back. it back. So seven steps to an amazing customer experience. So the idea is. I, I feel confident that every time someone walks in the door, they're going to have a consistent yeah. positive experience. Step one, meaning how we greet someone when they walk in the door. Okay. Like, hey, how are you today, Sally? Step two being we're asking how they're doing, you know, Hey, how's your back feeling? I know it was bothering you last week or, Hey, how's this going on? Mm-hmm. I know, you know, how you feeling today? Just, you know, are you stressed? Whatever. Step three being we're setting expectations, meaning it could be like, Hey, Sally, you know, Zach's got you set up today. You're working with Zach today. Or, hey, I got this, you know, great workout for you today. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, gonna, we're gonna deadlift it, whatever. So those are, those are three things that are super simple to do, only take a minute, but it, it's really key to kind of set in the tone from the, like right out of the gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Step four for us is during the session, it's the idea of 20 touch points. And it's like 20 points of contact throughout the session. Every single client, we should interact with them 20 times throughout the session. Whether that be like, hey, make sure you drop your hips back or keep your weight on your heels or like don't shrug your shoulders. Nice. You know, 20 coaching cues throughout the session. And so if you think about training a group of five or six, what that means for the coach, if you do the math, like, man, you need to be firing coaching cues like every 15, Constant. 20 seconds. Yeah. Yep. But that that's what we want. And so to us, that's a good way to take a new coach and say like week one, it's like, look, 20 coaching cues per client. So how many clients do you have? You know, you know, three, two, three yeah. clients. Okay. 60 coaching cues. If you're not saying something to one of these clients every single minute, yeah. you're not doing your job. 
It's great. And it, but it, it, uh, and it's not to be mean. It's to let them know what success looks like. Cause we want to help them win. We want to help, you know, our trainers win. We want to help our trainers succeed. So, and then from there, after the session, you know, step five, we're applauding our clients effort. Like, Hey, great Sally, job, you man. did awesome. Tim, you crushed it on those squats today. Like Randy, great job. Mm-hmm. You know, benching 400 pounds. Yeah, not yeah. today. Four plates. Four, four plates. That's right. <laughs> is it weird that we uh, can add in 45? <laughs> 45 to 90 is about I, it. I don't know how to do math any other way. <laughs> <laughs> Gains. And then, uh, you know, step six, we would make sure the schedule for the next visit. And then step seven is uh, leaving with one takeaway. And it's just like, hey, don't forget, have your protein shake after your workout. Don't forget, you know, you need to work on your sleep. Keep your food journal, whatever it is. Sounds sounds just like our uh, the standard. The standard. Yeah, the, yeah. I've, I've heard you talk about that before. And it's, it's yeah, basically about it. the same we thing. Have the, we have the workout standard and we have the experience standard. Mm-hmm. So you kind of blended yours. Ours is like, these are the seven things in the session and these yeah. are the seven things out of the session. Yeah. So very similar. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. Question to you, gym owners. Do you have this in place? <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> we both, the, like, we both like looked across. I didn't know there was anyone in the room. Yeah, I was like, Wait, looking at the camera. Is, who is this guy? <laughs> gym owners, do you have this in place? Uh, you know, you can go back and listen to, I, I mean, what episode is that? Just look up the standard. The standard. Yeah. The standard. Um, you know, it, it goes a long way. Customer experience. Having that same experience with every single coach is 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 success for the gym because it's scalability is the yeah, only way mm-hmm. you know the you're gonna have coaches leave let's let's be honest and it's ha- it happens here all the time you know coaches in this industry on average last 12 months we know this to be yep. true 12 months if you have 12 months with a coach that's average which is wild to think right so think about it this way if every coach is offering the same experience the standard your seven steps or mm-hmm. whatever it is it doesn't matter if that coach leaves because the experience they're going to get with the next guy or the other two that are there, three, this doesn't matter. So and, it insulates you and ensures your business. I know it seems goofy, but to break down like the the client experience, break it down in like your guys' view. Like what what would you consider part of the client experience? Because it's obviously not the result the client's leaving with, right? It's not how much mm-hmm. how, many, how many calories every, they burned. It's almost much, everything other than the exactly result. right. Yeah. Right. So, but for those listening, you know what what factors in your gym do you consider? you know, part of the client experience, you know, for, for us, I, I think maybe the, they, they aren't thinking in these things. Yeah. I, I think in the client experiences envision, and if you're like, okay, well, I don't want to use those seven or you want to make up your own, whatever. Um, and it doesn't have to be seven. I will say that less is more. If you have not think about this, a new trainer walking in, you want them to be able to get this down like day one, day two. So if, if I was to do this again, or if I was to ever modify this, I would somehow shrink it down to like five steps. Just because, yeah. again, simpl- less, it's less all about more. simplicity. So for us, though, it's I'm thinking about like an assembly line. From the second someone walks in the door, what do we want that experience to look like? And for us, that's why it's like step one is greet the customer. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we want again. It's just it's an assembly line. What does if someone had a perfect session, a perfect experience, what would that look like? And it's again, it's it's greeting them in the door. You know, small like talk. seeing how the small talk, yeah. how you doing, setting the expectation. Like, hey, here's what we got planned for the day. Twenty touch great, points. Great, great workout with constant feedback and coaching cues. And then we're wrapping things up, giving them like a high five or a fist bump, you know, slap on the rear, whatever. Depending on, I don't know. Oh, I don't know how you do things. Anymore. I don't know. It's getting weird. Again. <laughs> it's getting weird. I don't know how you do that. And, uh, you know, and then making sure they're scheduled for the next visit and then sending them on their way with like one good nugget of yep. advice or suggestion or yep. encouragement. Or make sure they're on the schedule again. Absolutely. Yeah. Very similar. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that 
we we didn't discuss this, no. but it's very similar to what mm-hmm. we do. Um, always greet by name. That's that's yeah. huge. If if you walk into a place and people know you, like, oh, you think about the restaurant, think yeah, about the absolutely. bar, think about you know the car, whatever. They they're happy to see you. That that I mean that belonging is huge, right? So if if I can wrap it all up into one word, it's belonging. And mm-hmm. it, and it goes a really long way when it's earlier in the process. Like if you're if you're the regular and you're there for a year, you expect. You know, you know, you kind of expect that somebody knows your name when you see them that yeah, long. First week. Though, but if yeah. you do it, yeah, you do it the second or third time somebody walks through the door, yeah. that person is not going to forget that. They lock in. They're not going to forget Here's that. Here's something that we did uh, just this week. You know, on our loyalty board, rewards board, we talked about it. We've, and I'll show it to you out here, John. We They used to not be able to get onto the bronze until they hit about 500 points. Mm-hmm. But what we realized is, was how much more impactful they would be if they came in their first session, they're already on the board. So what we do is we put the newest client on the top left. Uh, and so that's the first one you're going to look at. And our coaches now, if they have never met that person, they just kind of, when they're walking to their office, they see the person's name, that person's face. And now they see them on the schedule and the client sees themselves on the board. It That's just, it sealed it for us. That was mm-hmm. the best thing that decision we made. So we, we changed the the point systems to where day one, they're on the board. Uh, and we were at one point, we're going to think about if they're in their first two weeks, put them down on the bottom. So then move them up. But I, we just went the other way. We just put them right in the top left and we move everybody down. You know, I, I can't remember what book it was from, but there was uh, it kind of reminds me of the, there was a, studied on on like punch cards Mm -hmm. and it was like the idea that you know if you give someone like two punches their first time in so they're already two tenths Mm -hmm. of the way to like a free you know smoothie or whatever um you know they're a lot more likely to fill it up and it's like you're already like getting them moving Mm -hmm. it's like they've already got a small win and they've already got some momentum so i like that with the the little with the board the little same same idea it's the little tweaks and And it's in a way i mean you can't fake community you know, like yeah. you can't, the, we, we all wish that people could walk through our doors and just feel like part of the family type of thing. But yep. these are the, these are the, the fa- that's a way of fast tracking something that's traditionally mm-hmm. really hard to do is that, you know, assimilation. Belonging. Yeah. The belonging. Yeah, belonging yeah, exactly. That's the one word. Like yeah, I was trying to think of great. it. And as I was saying that, that's it. If you, be, if you belong there, if you feel like you belong, you're going to continue to go mm-hmm. to that place. Um, if you're ignored, I mean, I, t- I tell the story about walking into a, a restaurant and you standing at the hostess stand. There's nobody there. Just, you just, I just bubble up. Yep. Like, what is what? The f- what's going on? <laughs> right? Yeah. It doesn't make you angry. It, it, it changes your experience immediately. But if somebody's there greeting you, you, get do you have you don't have front desk anymore? No. So your your coaches are from the Our, floor. Yeah. Hey, Marcy. How you Absolutely. Doing? Grab your stuff. Let's go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. I think these were great tips. I mean, these are definitely tactical and that's something that, you know, people love about the show. They get the, they get the, you know, basically the blueprint to. This is what we're doing. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. So we're going to be spending a lot of time with John this weekend. John, thanks for dropping in and, uh, you know, throwing some knowledge bombs and nuggets. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, guys, that's it for this show. Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Hopefully you got some great information from that last episode. And while you're at it, for your chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card, we are doing a State of the Union survey. It will only take you three minutes. That's why we made the URL winninggym.com slash three minutes. Uh, Looking to get about a thousand responses. And when we do get those responses, we're going to host a webinar and uh, show you who won the gift card. So when you get a chance... 
please head over to winningjim.com slash three minutes and we'll see you on the next show.